for waking up with us. It's Giant Size Man Things with Aaron Kelly and Jimmy 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 and me, Steve Garnett. It's the only show that Yoda's grandfather gives a shrimp about. <laughs> okay. I love talking about shrimp. Anyway. Have you ever been shrimping? No. Have you ever been shrimped? No. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you got your grandfather off? Last Tuesday. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that statement. Either. That's okay. <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> oh, my eyes hurt. I felt like somebody stuck a pancreas in my mouth while sleeping. <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, you're a deep sleeper, so we thought, why not? I joined a, uh, <laughs> I joined a dating website since it was Valentine's Day yesterday. Did you get a date? No, man. I joined ghostsingles.com. Have you seen this website? <laughs> I, have, I have. Actually, he sent me a link to it. It amuses the shit out of me. Did you go into the chat room? No, I didn't go to the chat room. I didn't. We went in the chat room today on that website, and there's a part... And, and, like, it made it out like a spirit took over the computer and was typing yeah, for it you. Typing it's like there's you. a mortal using the keyboard. And weird shit like that. Oh. And then a ghost face came on the screen like, Whoa! It's wow. weird. Maybe it was real, dude. Maybe it was the ghost in your house. Might be. It might be. But it was you, like there are no mortals loud here, and then it booted him from the chat room. But you can search between, uh, uh, like, ghosts from, like, age 18 to, like, 300. Like, you can search for old ghosts. I love those Wait, old hang ghosts. On. So, so it's illegal even if they're ghosts? Aww. Is it? What do you mean it's illegal? If it's like a one-year-old ghost, can you have that? Oh, it's from 18. I think it's really You're only allowed to get 18-year-old nut ghosts? Hell, yeah, but I guess. But you can search by how someone died. You know, like if they died tragically or suddenly or... Uh, so you can search by how people die. Sweet um, Jesus, Lord God, someone has put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. Are the ghosts that are on there real ghosts? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it actually turns out the website's fake. Oh, now I'm never going to get laid again. <laughs> that was my last hope. That was my last chance. It was a ghost of a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, at least you had that on Valentine's Day. You know what I did on Valentine's Day? What's that? I stared at my computer and ate Raymond because I was iced onto my mountain. You know, they say everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> I, uh, That's not true at all. If I'd had anything else to eat in the house, I would have eaten that instead. <laughs> I had a big movie marathon, so that's what I did. Well, I worked a double shift at Mid-City Grill and watched all these people on dates while I just sat there all lonesome with a tear rolling down my face and a cheeseburger in my hand. <laughs> well, see, I I, my plan for for Valentine's Day was to come and hang out with you at your yeah. work and eat a cheeseburger <laughs> and make fun of those bastards. Yeah, we were supposed to do anti-Valentine's Day, and I was actually going to wear a full suit, but the weather got bad, and I rushed home. I was like, I'm not going to get back out, so... It was snowing like a cougar sprinkle. <laughs> uh, well, at least we all sur survived it. The craziest thing that happened last night at work is this customer came in and he was wearing a duster like he came out of the West with a cowboy hat and like the whole nine yards. I've right? seen that guy before. He rolls in, right? And like just because of how the weather was and stuff, as when he opened the door, the snow's like <laughs> blew all around him and stuff. So it, like he made like a real entrance. Was there some tumbleweed like like rolling behind them? No, but there, there was, was a, a trash. There. there was no, there was like a trash that rolled in the oh, background, man. like some like a trash bag rolled by. And the like, music was like wow wow. Well, there wasn't any any music playing except for the music that was on the radio at Mid City, and it was that one song. I think it's by Depeche Mode. That's like I'll ever wanted, I'll ever needed. Enjoy the silence you, by Depeche Mode. Yeah. My arms. That song was playing when he came in. That song right? plays every. And guess what he ordered? Hang on. Guess what he ordered? If you're the cowboy and that's if you're the cowboy in a movie and you, that's your entry music, what kind of cowboy are you? A gothic cowboy. A good gothic cowboy. <laughs> he uh, he ordered a steak. So he's sticking this cowboy roots. Here's the creepy part. You should both, like. You guys should have In the middle of him eating the steak, right? He disappears out of the restaurant, and the steak was just half eaten, and nobody ever could find what happened. Did he, he pay? Nobody saw him leave. We looked on pay? the cameras, and we couldn't see him leave. Did he pay for no. his food? No. 
It's probably because you're playing the patch mode. He wants fucking Brooks and Dunn, you know, and Garth Brooks. I don't know. I don't feel like real hey, Cowboys Jimmy listening Diggins. to Garth Brooks. Probably, but he probably wanted Ennio Morricone. Yeah. And then Conan O'Brien came in. Oh. Not the Conan O'Brien, just some guy who also was named that. So, Did wait, hang on. His name was really Conan O'Brien? Yep. There was a guy in there the other day. Was he 6'3 and had a flaming red... No, no. Listen, Jonathan Davis is He's a black guy, actually. Before. Okay. He's the black Conan O'Brien. I got it. You know, whenever Steve told me that Jonathan Davis was in there, I was like, "Oh man, what the hell is he doing?" Jonathan Davis city? does sometimes come but it's to Mid City Grill. <laughs> His girlfriend actually yeah. works at Mid City, but it's Grill, not the lead so. singer of Corn, Jonathan Davis. Yeah, it's an imposter. I'm not a big Corn fan. Or anything, He's an imposter. <laughs> He's an imposter. Well, guys, big news. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, what's the news? What's the news? Can we have some medium-sized news first? Oh, I was going to give that. Give us some giant-sized man news. Giant-sized man news. Breaking news. It's all about Spidey. They're, oh, uh, sweet Henrietta. He's going to come over in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then he's also going to get another reboot in the Sony film industry. And it's not Andrew Garfield. He's going to go back to high school. I'm glad about it. I know everybody's pissed about that, but I am glad about it because once Spider-Man enters the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm gonna be J.O. and all over he the place. Too. Two like films, flip, though. flip, flip. It's just two films. No, I don't care. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, but you don't want to reboot. Like nobody wants another origin story. Like, yeah, two years. Maybe they're not gonna do a whole movie like, that's an origin story. Maybe it'll just be like five minutes. They're like, here's what happened back then. Now this. Oh, uh, I, I don't. Even, you know, let's all right. Let's give I it a can, chance. I can, I can live with the five-minute origin story. What I what I don't want to see. I don't want Ultimate Spider-Man. No, I don't either. I, I want to be P- Peter, Peter Parker. Oh yes. I wanted the Peter Parker. Huh? Yes. I want pizza. If you're gonna use Spider-Man, use Spider-Man. Miles Morales is not Spider-Man. He's a different character who just. I don't even. That character was created because of an editorial mistake, and that mistake was someone hired the wrong editor. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> Just you know, I mean, he's a, he's a cool character. Don't get me wrong, but for the purposes of the cinematic universe, it needs to be. Free. Oh, definitely, and I think that it will be, and I think that it's going to be Peter Parker, and I think that they're going to bring him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think it's going to be fucking good. <laughs> All right. See, most people think it's going to be Avengers, uh, the third, but I think I think he'll be in Civil War. They should. That's where they should bring him in. Have a little taste of the glory. You know what they should do? They should just stick, you know, to the Civil War and just let little Spidey get killed and rebid him that way. Like, oh, he's dead. We'll just bring him back now, you know? Well, no. I know. (laughs) No, I disagree. I think that's a bad idea because that's that's been the mistake that they've been making with superhero movies for years. Like, oh, let's make this this movie and call it this, but it has nothing to do. Oh, wait, the Fantastic Four. Um... Let's you know. Let's make a movie that has nothing to do with the with the source material, and just come up with something completely. No, let's not change it. You know, I'm not saying don't change anything. I'm just saying, you know, if you want to make a movie, make a movie. If you want to make a superhero movie, make that superhero movie. You know, but that if it is Civil War, I'm, I'm going to be curious as to how they do that because you know that was one of the big things about Civil War is Peter Parker reveals his identity to the public. In a press conference. So if we're going back to high school, how are they going to pull that off? Because adult high school teacher Peter Parker was the one who did that, you know. And basically, it was it was the end of his it was the end of his private life. He, I mean, he pretty much had to walk away from his private life and just become an Avenger. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. I guess you know when they on this reboot because you know this would be like the the third Peter Parker but also like villain wise what do they do you know right do they go well see the villain aspect of it the villain aspect of it is something that actually kind of excites me about this because they you know when they license when they when they when they release him back to, to Marvel which that's not actually what happened they're just kind of they kind of worked out a trade deal yeah. like we had mentioned earlier you know on one of yeah. the earlier episodes that that means you can have Spider-Man villains show up on the Daredevil show <laughs> now I'm excited about that. There's their secondary, their secondary stuff about this deal that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But the thing that's coolest Overall, about I think it. it's a good thing. Is that we get to see all of our awesome Marvel Studios characters be able to interact with Spider-Man. I don't even care if they have to reboot it. That's sweet. 
Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be better with Spider-Man being involved than without him never oh, being yeah. involved. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Spider-Man, Spider- I don't care what anybody says, Spider-Man is the flagship character for Marvel. Now, Period. here's a question that I'd like to ask that just pops into my head because of this conversation that we're having on the show today about Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> Sony are, yeah, Sony's also announced that they're doing a Spider-Man movie based on one of the f- Spider-Women who, who, I wonder who they're going to pick. Is it going to be a Spider-Woman? Are they going to actually make a Spider-Gwen already? Probably not. Is it going to be like, you know, it could look... Well, is it going to be a Black Cat movie? Like, what is it going to be? When, uh, I know when Spidey 2 is out, it, you know, which set up uh, the new one, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the, the newest one, it pretty much obviously set up Sinister Six, which I think is on hold. But when that came out... It's still out, a go, last time I heard. They were hinting that Black Cat was going to get her own movie so I don't know if that you know what the hell if that's changed or what's going on I there would, so. I, mean, I would watch it because I, I want to see Jessica Drew I would watch any of them as long as none of them turn out like the damn Catwoman movie so you know yeah, yeah I don't think they'll make that mistake again but the that was Warner Brothers wasn't it yeah you know that's that's again mistake of old They're, that's a, a prime example of what I was talking about before you know, it's like they had they had the opportunity to make a good movie, but instead they made what they made. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think that the, the all of this is going to be a good thing. Uh, let's see. Wallop and web snappers. Yes. Uh, and in a, in related news, since we're talking about Marvel movies and stuff and non Marvel movies, let's talk about Deadpool for a minute. Okay. Uh, you know. This is a movie that I personally want to be awesome because I'm a big Deadpool fan. I still have certain fears in my mind about it because, honestly, like, I most of the time do not agree with anything Fox does with I don't either, but, but Marvel characters. I, I actually kind of, I and I don't even, I'm not even a Deadpool fan, but way back when he was supposedly going to show up in that Wolverine Origins movie, I was excited about Ryan Reynolds being cast as Deadpool because... You know, the way Ryan Reynolds runs his mouth, it's pretty much Deadpool, you know? Yeah. And then they decide to show sew his mouth shut. So I'm hoping that they're going to make up for that because we at least know that he's going to appear in his costume this time. Yeah, because they've, they, they've released that. Pro, do you see the prototype yeah. image? Yeah. And it looks nice. I mean, yeah. it looks like Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I kind of... I mean, he's called the Merc with the Mouth for a reason. That's right. The, not the Merc with no mouth. And sword arms. Yeah, or and laser uh, balls or whatever the hell is going on in that movie. Uh, uh, power, uh, power copying power that he never had in the comics. It's like, oh, let's just do that too. Who who made that movie, Wolverine Origins? Was it Brian Singer? No, no I don't. No. I don't remember who was directly responsible for it, but someone paid for it, and they should have. They should be. He should be control. shot. Yeah, the guy should be drug out into the street and shot. I prefer beaten with Navy clubs. No, I need him to die. Yeah, I'm for going, this, you know, if you beat him long enough with an Ivy club, then, you know, like a club with knives stuck through it, that would probably do it. Oh, I thought you meant an Ivy League club, no, like no, take no, him out no, for drinks an at an Ivy, Ivy League club. <laughs> not an Ivy club, a Navi club. <laughs> oh, <no>. Okay, <laughs> it, it was directed by Gavin Hood, but it was written by David... Well, that was the end of his career. Hashtag fuck Gavin Hood. But it, it was written, <laughs> written by Skip Woods and David... Being off on hashtag that. fuck them too, but uh, <laughs> you know Ron Reynolds has said that they don't have like the huge budget that like a typical superhero movie would have, and he said he's pushing to get at the R rating that he thinks it needs, but they're going to do they're they're getting it in the direction to make it what it should be to you know make the fans happy. I bet you the movie's going to be so good that our John Wicks explode right out of our pants. <laughs> um. They, you know, they casted uh, T.J. Miller, who is, uh, they didn't reveal his role. And shares the same name as one of my favorite beers. Jera <laughs> Caron, however you say her name, as Angel does. Who? What's her name? However you say her name. I don't, I'm not I familiar with who she is. I don't know who she is, though. I'm not familiar Jenna with Jenna Paisano? Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I, I'm not familiar with her as an actress, so uh, I I, I'm not either. I, I've I never met just, her before. I, I, I was more interested in who they cast her as. Yeah, I don't care who she Stardust. Who she's playing is that who movies. she's playing? Is she the one playing Stardust? Angel Dust. Angel Dust. That's what I meant. Um, Angel Dust. That's a drug from back in the '90s. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> is that a character based off of a drug? 
I don't know. Does her powers get you fucked up? I don't know. We'll have to find out in the Deadpool movie. Coming February of 2016. But coming before that, oh, just in case so everybody far. forgot his Age of Ultron, you know you're going to say, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. before that. No. No, I'm, oh, I meant before Deadpool, not. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ant-Man after Age. Just like a month or so difference. I don't Dude, remember. I want to see Ant-Man so bad that my John Wick is exploding out of my pants with anticipation. Dude. <laughs> um, I mentioned last week that Kingsman the Secret Service was coming out in America. And it was awesome. And uh, I went into it and drug Steve along. Steve hadn't read the comic, really knew nothing about it. And I was like, man, I hope I didn't drag him out here and he's going to like come out like this. the biggest waste of my time. Uh, but I think I think Steve really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. I just um, want to say that that movie was actually awesome. I like Aaron said. I didn't know what I was going to see really, other than that maybe there was like some spies or something going on, or you know, I didn't really know anything about the movie. Um, but it was awesome. I don't want to give anything away about the movie, but I will say that there will be more things when you go see this movie. There will be more things than just your John Wick exploding. <laughs> but uh, I did a full review. Uh, if you go to things.com and click on the link for the blog, I actually wrote a review. But I'll, I'll just say this definitely ups the, like, it doesn't, you know, it, 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 like, it doesn't feel like just any spy movie. I mean, you know, they, it, it set the bar, I guess, for new spy movies. If, if like, Tarantino did a spy film, maybe. Um, there's great gadgets, action shootouts. Uh, really great story. Um, there was a lot of John Wick stuff going on. There was a lot of stuff going on, and it's funny. There's there's some humor in it. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna go check it out after we get done tonight. Uh, and it it, it ended up doing kill, and and uh, it looks like we're gonna get hit with snow snowpocalypse fourteen. Oh, week, that's true. So, you know, it it was funny. Uh, Steve and I went. And we were sitting in the lobby. Oh God! They made you stay in in the lobby. You know, and it, it was like uh, the movie was at eight, and we got there like seven thirty, and they were making us for some reason stand before we could you know enter the actual theater. So so and, they could so they could pretend like they actually cleaned the theater. And everyone no, it was trying to trick you into buying their ridiculously overpriced yeah. candy and drinks. Listen to this. This is how this, this is yeah. how crazy. Like you want some popcorn or drink? How about forty dollars? There was a sign. Like Steve and I were, were were at like a little store, but there was a sign behind us, and there's people standing behind it, and I was like, "What the hell?" And is keep going in mind that we showed up at seven thirty. Yeah, this was at seven thirty. We were like, "What the hell is a sign for?" And we live in Johnson City, Tennessee. This isn't a big city. We went back to see what this sign said because there's people standing there, and I was like, What's "Waiting going on? with saliva dripping out of their." Anyway, the sign was for a. A nine o'clock was that right? Nine o'clock. A yes. nine o'clock showing of Fifty Shades of Grey. People were there an hour and a half early, waiting in a line for a nine o'clock showing, and I was like, "What in the hell?" Of Fifty doing? Shades of Grey. Here's sounded Grey. more like Fifty Shades of Bullshit. <laughs> I agree. I agree because here's the thing: they are legally barred from selling more tickets than their theater has seats to put asses in. So why would they need a sign for that? Because the women, the women, now now, let let me me be clear about this. When When I say what I'm about to say, I'm not talking about all women. I'm talking about the women who like Fifty Shades of Grey. And that's all it was. These kind of women, they get crazy, they get wild. There were some, the reason they have to have a line is because if they just were all standing in there together, there would be so much... Uh, inaccurate BDSM shit going down right in the middle of the fucking lobby that the theater would have to close down. There were people beating each other in the face with chains waiting in line screaming, Fuck yes! It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. There was one lady who had a leather mask on and bought a hot dog and some nachos and was shoving them up another woman's ass. <laughs> in the theater lobby? In the theater yeah, lobby. Well, 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 and that's yeah. why they had to put the line. I usually had to pay to see The line like calmed them down. See, we, uh, the line calmed them down. <laughs> Pretty much everyone was I there for Fifty Shades of Grey. We're otherwise showing. Yeah. And Steve and I, we like as we were walking, we were like, dude, we'll be the only two people in here. And there was maybe, what, 20, 25 people that saw Kingsman with us? Yeah, I was actually there surprised was, by the amount people of people. Than I thought. And Kingsman actually did, uh, he got $41 million dollars. Uh, and it's opening weekend here, which that's not like a lot compared to like Fifty Shades or well, American Sniper. You know, but I, it it's like they they're saying it's about twenty million more than was predicted. So it's doing well at everyone. I mean, there's not one negative complaint or review. Unlike that's what why I wanted to say because the, it, the movie 
looked a, looked so over the top in the, in the trailer that I was afraid it was going to be ridiculous. Are you talking about Fifty Shades of Grey? No. I'm just kidding. I was talking about Kingsman. So I was I was a little leery of the movie, but the fact that I've talked to multiple people and all of them have been, have been like, you know, it's not really that, it's not really the comic, but it's a great movie. That's what I want to hear. Oh, I mean, it goes. Know? I mean, it. It's really much, good. And you know, it does. Uh, it pretty much just takes that story of the comic and it goes beyond it. I mean, because there's there's stuff you know, because it went for six issues and this is like a two hour and ten minute movie. Really? So there's, yeah, there, there's, there's. It just, is the most fun movie I've seen since Guardians of the Galaxy. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun. That's that's a pretty bold statement. It's a right good there. time. It's I stand by it too. And uh, I'm kind of picky about movies. There, like Steve said, and I, I won't give this away, but for, for those listening, that like when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And I, uh, there's a lot of uh, scenes that are in my head from the movie, and the movie takes place uh, over in the UK. You know, like right. But there is a scene, however, that takes place in a church in Kentucky. And uh, Freebird is playing, and that scene I think to me sticks is the most memorable. I laughed my ass off. Oh, look, all, uh, I mean, all you ever had to say about them, you know, we could have walked in here and you'd be like, "We went and saw Kingsman." There's a scene in Kentucky at a where Freebird is playing at, in at church. a church. But uh, and so I would have gone to see the movie. I will also say one of my most favorite scenes involves that song that goes dun 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 Samuel L. Jackson. Did a great job. My only complaint, anything about seeing the movie, was this douchebag behind us mm-hmm. who had these just was being just a loud, obnoxious douche. I hate when people like this yeah. in the movie theater. The guy literally was saying stupid shit loud as hell in the theater, like him. that's what she said. <laughs> oh yeah. I just want to be like, shut the fuck up. This is why I wish they served hot coffee in movie theaters because I'll be throwing it in this motherfucker's face. Yeah. Ouch. I, dude, I've gotten to where, especially the. the I'm sorry, I'll just go ahead and say it. The Carmack and Johnson City is the shittiest theater on earth. It really is. They don't care Along what most they don't care in about. Johnson City, am I right? I, I, they don't care if you give a shit about, you know, they don't give a shit whether or not you have fun at the movies. They don't care. All they want is your ticket money and the $4,000 you're going to charge you for popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> this has gone up, actually. I was just reading this on the internet. In the last 10 minutes, it has gone up. From $40 to $4,000 for a popcorn and drink. <laughs> this is bullshit. Fucking inflation. And you popcorn, know, there's a popcorn shortage. I was insanely thirsty. <laughs> Apparently we there must be. We were waiting out in that lobby, and I was like, wait and see, Steve. There's not going to be any drinking fountains. They're going to make me go. Because a bottle of water, what was it, like 425 For a small one. For a 20 ounce. Might be, not, not a yeah, bottle. But, but I was like. You, you know what? If you go up to the, to the counter and order a glass, like a cup of water, can I get just a cup of ice water? They're going to charge you for what? Whatever size cup you get, whatever size fountain drink it will be. But there was. So if you get a large yeah. water, it's seven fucking dollars. But there was a drinking fountain. There's multiple drinking fountains. I will say the. Well, I noticed that the water was salty, so it made you even thirstier. The. <laughs> Just well, like seriously. Well, that probably did, because someone jerked off so, into it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they, the, they didn't used to do was that uh, large, large, large popcorns and large drinks or free refills, but it's still, if you pay seven dollars. For like a large drink, you know, uh, or even the four dollars for a medium, it should be for your thoughts anyway. You know, like because <laughs> to drink like a large drink in like an hour and a half movie, and like you know, it may you know, it, it is not man, worth honestly, it. they are they are the crappiest theater. So you know, if the, the if seats the guy, are not comfortable, that, that's the thing. If the guy, it, you know, if you'd have gotten up and walked out and said, "Hey, man, can you come in here and do do, do something about this dude running his mouth?" They wouldn't have done anything. Then, oh, we should try that, and then then be like, well, then I'm going to do something about it. And we'll rally everyone else in the theater to beat his ass. Well, fuck that. Collectively. Uh, I've just gotten to work when, when people are doing that. I'll just turn around and be like, pardon me, could you shut the fuck up? <laughs> you know, if they don't like it, they can kiss my ass. And then they're like, all night long. And it's, it's like, I don't always have this feeling leaving a movie theater, but it sounds like I don't. I was like, I would turn around, back around and go see that again. I thought it, it was, was good. It, it was that fun. I want to see it again. Yeah, so. I mean, I am I'm, I am probably going to go to the worst theater in the world and watch it in a little while. So, uh, uh, it's a sad day. Though. Yeah, they're, they're, God, I've got so many horror stories about that movie theater. I've had to call them from inside the theater and remind them to turn on the damn movie. Steve and I went when we saw... Uh, I'm not kidding. Maybe we should c- c- complain to Carmike, the company. It goes... Uh, that, 
Because the Carmichael Asheville is pretty fucking badass. Steve really? and I went. A few yeah, years I used ago to go there all the time when in, I lived there to see. Uh, what was the James Franco Apes? Is that Rise? Rise of Planet of the Apes? Was that the, yeah. uh, the yeah. reboot? We we went and Rise. saw that. And the movie started. We went through like the cra- the trailers. It was fucking X Men First Class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we played X Men First movie. Class. That has happened to me on several like, occasions. I was like, "This isn't even because it started." I was like, "Marvel," and I was like, "No, this is not the right movie." There was, like, there was people in there. Like, really what happens. the hell? Like, and it was that, to the point. That, no joke. Someone had to get out and go tell them. Like nobody was monitoring, and like they had to get up and go right, tell yeah, them. Yeah, well, the they, uh, they have they've done away with projectionists. They're, I mean, yeah. projectionist is no longer oh, yeah. a thing in the United States. A lost art. Because all they have to do is go. They have some jackass walk up there, look at a laptop, and go play. Yeah, because it's all digital. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Is like uh, the same thing has happened to me. And the th- you know, I sat there for a few minutes because I walk in and. I, you know, I'm walking, it was one of those, I, I blind watch movies sometimes. Like, I'll just go to the movie theater and pick a movie that I don't know anything about, walk in and start watching it. It's fun to do, I've got to yeah, say. Yeah, it is, it is. And sometimes sometimes you get some really, you know. Sometimes I, you I get think screwed. That, and sometimes you're like, God, it's the best. Like the 10 bucks ever. But every once in a while you get something so good, your John Wick explodes. That, that's pretty wild. <laughs> Actually, when my mom was in the hospital, I, I, I just I need to get out of the hospital for a little while. So I got somebody else to sit with her. I went to the movie theater and watched watched a couple of movies. And I walked in, and the two movies that I watched that day were The Gray and Chronicle. I liked Chronicle. Amazing movies. Amazing. I could not have picked two better movies, and that and once oh, again, I've seen I, the, gray. the Gray is the Wolf movie, right? Yeah. Leave me some oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's badass. I'll have to check it. It's out. pretty badass. <laughs> um, but you know. I, I don't even remember what movie it was. I walk in and I, I, you know, I don't know anything about this movie. And I sit there for a few minutes, and I was a couple minutes late anyway. So I sit there for a few minutes, and it becomes pretty apparent within maybe five minutes' time that I'm not watching the right movie. And I sit there, and nobody's really <laughs> reacted. So I, goddamn, did I walk into the wrong movie theater? You know. And so it got to a point where there was nothing going on. I just stand up. I look at like, there's like 40, 40 other people in the theater. Is like, what movie did y'all pay to see? And we all paid to see the same movie, but nobody's saying anything because they didn't want to look like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Walk outside. It's like, just so you know, I'm in theater, whatever. We're supposed to be watching this movie, and that is not the movie that is on. <laughs> that must happen there a lot, I guess. It happens so often, apparently, that every time I have that conversation with someone that works there, they're never surprised. Oh, God, again. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll fix it. Hang on just a minute. Uh, my personal favorite is I went to see Man of Steel there, and the movie skipped <laughs> a huge section of the movie. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. It just jumped ahead like 10 minutes. I went out, complained about it, and they're like, well, what was the, the, the lady comes into the to end of the, into the theater and is like, well, what was the last thing y'all saw that was where you know where you thought it was supposed to be? And we told her, she just went upstairs and pushed reverse back to that point and let it play. Like, we watched it back up on the movie, the, on the movie screen. And it was at that point where I was like, this is the most useless goddamn waste of a building I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's like, no one here cares. It's like, I know that you probably all make, you know, minimum wage or something thereby, but... But damn, you know <laughs> that's nutsos, nutso in the butts of. Okay, I've bitched enough about the theater. Let's go on to something else. <laughs> Let's talk about that D. The Walking Dead. <laughs> the Walking Dead returned last week. Did you? Yeah, I, I did. Me and Jimmy watched it together. Steve watched it. Um, Spoiler alert! Tyrese is dead, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you, you should probably have muted it right before he said that. Uh, that, <laughs> that actually that that. Kind I mean, of come on! Me. If you're listening to this show, you probably watch Walking Dead, right? <laughs> come on! If you don't, and you listen, if you listen to the show and you don't watch Walking Dead, then you fucking watch. The if God you watch show. Walking Dead, you should know that Tyrese is going to die at some point anyway. I personally was expecting it to last a little bit longer than that since they didn't introduce him until so late in the show. You know, I mean, in the comic, man, he lasted, it was like 40 issues. Yeah. Well, which, I mean, he, like, he, he's he like died. a lot, it's probably like, you know, I mean, yeah. it wasn't. That he got, it's because he got that D. The death. Yeah. He got, he got he a got, case he of got the Although, death. I have to say, got a case of the death. I have to say, 
I love the character. He was he was early on my favorite character. Oh, I love the character you know? too. But I'm not pissed that he's dead like some I'm people are. Either. That's just the story. That's I'm, how it goes. I'm not either. And you know, too many people are like, "Oh, great, the Walking Dead killed another black person." You know what the problem is? Here, you know, he died in the comic. <laughs> Here's what the problem is. The problem is people get too attached. It's just like in real life. You make friends with somebody, they die. You get all upset about it. People fucking die. People die in fucking shows. It's not even real. Get the fuck over. It's just a fucking story. Excellent point, sir. Jesus Excellent Christ. Point. That is a character on a TV show, not your damn pet. I know. And even if my pet died, I'd just move on and be like, oh, well, I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> With a nice Chianti and some fava beans. Mm, and a little <laughs> John Wick on the side. There's a point in the comic Stuck on John I waited right every now. week or every month. I was like, just kill Rick. Please, just kill him. I'm, I'm tired. You know what? He's not dead yet, but you know. But I'm starting to 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 to, to, to get to a point where I'm like, yeah, hey, Rick's all right again, you know. But uh, in the show or the comic? In the comic. But uh, I was starting to get pissed off at him in the show, and then he turns badass and eats throats out and shit. So, <laughs> which I'm curious. Uh, they they hinted all around about Negan. I mean, it was blatant obvious. We picked it up when watching it. Where oh yeah, it's blatant well, obvious. yeah, but see, uh, I mean, I'm wondering how much of that was red herrings too, because the whole, you know, the whole the whole episode, I'm sitting there watching Tyrese die, and the entire episode, you keep seeing that damn claw hammer on his belt. And if you don't know what the representation, yeah. if you don't know what's significant about the damn claw hammer, you need to go back and read your comic books. Well, uh, and if you haven't read them, you need to. I'm trying to figure out what the, the wolves. <laughs> I haven't figured out what that is. That is not from the comic as much as I can remember. Not that I, not that um, I know of, but, you know, I mean... I mean, I know it's like going to vary. Those um, are the werewolves of London. Because we... When it got to the... London, that's what those were. You know, it got to the point where we saw, like, a bunch of limbs... There was like arms. That, and legs. See that, that that really intrigued me there. That that whole thing, especially with the truck at the end. What, and then you know, see, there was a branded uh, W on one of their heads, and I was like, I guess that's the wolves. What the hell ever the wolves are, the this W would be. It could be something completely different. But uh, you know, who knows? I don't know. I, I I was I was a little shocked that they did kill Tyrese's character off that fast. But I have to say, they still kind of made him a badass. You know, he was bitten by two separate zombies on two separate occasions. And he had a limb amputated, and that's it. Took all of that to kill him. Who, Darius? Yeah, he was a good man. He was a good man. And thorough. He was a beautiful boy. <laughs> he was a beautiful boy. Now he's gone. So get the fuck over it. It was just a part of the story. Something else is gonna happen. Yeah, Beth fucking died, and everybody cried like little babies. Get the fuck over it already. It's just a TV show. It's the zombie apocalypse. People have to die. I hope in the next episode, everyone dies, and the whole rest of the next ten seasons of the show is just about them wandering around as zombies with no dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. They should do that on the April the April 1st episode. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm, uh, I am really pissed right now. Why? My John Wick's not even getting any action. You don't even see John Wick. I know. <laughs> you should. It's good. <laughs> I've, not, I've not seen it either, but... His I've actually heard it's pretty good. <laughs> the movie. Okay. Um, also, the big debut last week. Uh, Let's talk about that D. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Man, I, I have to say, I really, I, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch the second episode. I watched the first episode with you. I was amazed at how good it was. Spoiler alert, Tyrese dies. <laughs> and it, uh, he died twice. <laughs> Better Call Saul set a record, which I know is going to be broken this year, probably. Um, it set a record for the, the, the most watched series debut in history uh, with 6.9 uh, 6 million views, um, which I find shocking. I guess there's never been a show that has had Love that show. at least 7 million views. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know The Walking Dead spinoff is going to kill it because 15 million people watch it every week, so I know yeah. that's going to kill it. But to put it in, in perspective, I actually rounded up some numbers. Uh, Breaking Bad struggled. I mean, it, it, it did struggle in numbers, but AMC's not that picky. I mean, it averaged like two or three million like views a week. Yeah. The final eight of Breaking Bad only had uh, only averaged five million views. So Better Call Saul did better than Breaking Bad ever did. Um, 
except that final episode of Breaking Bad, which had 10.28 million, which means that people watched the finale of that show that never fucking watched any other episode. <laughs> uh, but so, Better Call Saul pretty much is you know did better than Breaking Bad ever did on the air. Man, um, I just uh, I really like it. You know, and you don't have to. I mean, it stands on its own as a show yeah. without. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, you would have had to have watched Breaking Bad. You and just I personally first ten minutes or whatever that was. I've always been a big Odenkirk fan, so. Um, but you know, the first episode Jim and I watched, we're like, "Oh my god, this was great." The second episode was equally. I thought maybe I mean, it was better. Yeah, it was probably a little bit better. So uh, it made me to the point that I realized Vince Gilligan has a show uh, that he created and wrote. He didn't do any directing, and it's a different writers and different crew than Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. But he's the main the main writer. Uh, a show that premieres this March on NBC called Rat Stink Nation called Battle Creek oh. it's, and it's a detective show really uh, yeah and I wasn't aware I did not, um, I did not I've heard nothing about this it's so. basically about it's the same concept as the board game Battleship but in a creek <laughs> instead of the ocean well that's gonna be I think it's about ass, <laughs> that's gonna be a short ass series Battle Creek Michigan <laughs> um make a little note about that you better, you better ask your pappy flute skin. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I want to talk about, I actually had this written down for last week and didn't talk about it. Uh, FX, for those of you who love Sons of Anarchy, have confirmed that they will be airing a prequel series simply titled The First Nine. That's all we know about it right now, but there will be a prequel series based on the Sons of Anarchy. It, is Ron Perlman coming back? I don't know yet, but I would imagine that probably so. I love you know it. what I hate about Sons of Anarchy, guys? I just want to bitch for one second about Sons of Anarchy. What's that? I actually do like the show. I think it's pretty I've cool. I've never watched it. I think it's I've actually a pretty cool show. It's, 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 it's good. But at the same time, there's something that I hate about it. This is a show where anytime you have a girlfriend, they always want to fuck the dudes from the show. And it's like, you stupid idiots. In real life, I don't think that you actually would want to be attracted to a bunch of murderers. Who will just kill you for no reason, pretty much. Like, they're always like, oh, Jax, I want him inside me. Oh, oh sweet Lord of Nazareth. But, like, in real life, they would probably be scared of a guy who's just going to blast your brains out yeah. to your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or does this mean that maybe to get more women, I should start murdering? Or join a motorcycle gang. You do have a scooter. Well, no, I have. <laughs> I'm going to start my own Johnson City motorcycle game where we do illegal crimes and just shoot people in the you face. You should take your scooter, dress up in leather, and try to join a motorcycle gang and see if they A, accept you, or B, or like, get the fuck out of here. I just feel like every time when you're in a relationship that your girlfriend always is obviously attracted to men that is impossible for you to be like. Because if either A, you'd go to jail, or B, it's just impossible. You know what I mean? Probably like, you know, like a Don Draper. It's not fair. Like, you know, all the women are probably, you know... Attracted to Don Draper. But what if you acted like Don Draper yeah. in a relationship? And, exactly. And you're like, you're gonna look, I'm going to cheat on you. Yeah. I know. And everybody would know, and the, the, you'd have your reputation would be ruined, and nobody would want anything to do with you. <laughs> it's just not right. I, I, I enjoy, I've, overall, I, I've enjoyed the show, uh, but but I'm not very far into it. I'm maybe maybe on season two. I've seen like five seasons of it. I haven't. I'm not even current on it. I sort uh, of stopped watching it. Yeah, I mean that, that's one. You know, a couple nights a week, I'll just decide I'm going to sit down and watch. Two it's over, right? Yeah, yeah. it's worth to watch just for Peg Bundy. She Bundy. was actually awesome in the show. Yeah, she's good in it. You know, it's like, and that's that really is like she's she's a really a really good actress, but you know, roles that every role every role she's ever played has been pretty much the exact opposite. Of how Peg Bundy was, you know, I know, like Leela. It's like you, you kept, you, you keep expecting her to be Peg Bundy. Because, you know, like oh, you wow. see her walk, you walk, you see her walk wow. onto the freaking screen, and you're expecting her to be like, "Ow," <laughs> you know. Uh, but, but she is. She's actually she's a, she's a great actress, and you know, there's she's pretty. She's she's as damn bad as the rest of them. In the oh show. yeah, that was what surprised me. You know, I, she's I expected. Hardcore. I kind of expected. What's her, her name? To be Gemma. Like, in the show, uh, Gemma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's her name. So. Um, that's her name. But yeah, she she's just as bad, maybe even a little bit worse than some of the rest of the characters. You know, and I, I was expecting her to maybe be the light side to all the dark shit that's going on, but there's really not a light side. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to have to say this, but I just can't get it out of my head now. But the reason I said that earlier is because I used to date this girl, and we would watch Sons of Anarchy together, and then she would kick me out of her apartment 
Because she had a little dildo that said Jax written on it. No, it doesn't. And she kicked me out of the apartment. That's and true. I would have to go stand outside in the rain or whatever until she got done oh with Jax. Wait, are you sure it's not Jax from Mortal Kombat? Nope. With the mechanical arms? Nope, because there's a, <laughs> there's a little picture of a Harley on the side. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm pissed. Wait, it sucks. Hang on. It didn't have a motorcycle. <laughs> she said it was only a 50cc, so that did make me feel a little bit better about myself. And I'm just going to throw in... Uh, you uh, might have a license for that. <laughs> uh, the Showtime show, Shameless, which I love, uh, it's on its fifth season, has been picked up for a sixth season. So I enjoy that show. Uh, it's very good, dark very dark comedy, very well-written series. Uh, if you've never watched it, you should check it out, but I'll just... There's so much there's so much dysfunctional shit that happens on this show. It's like, no matter how dysfunctional your life is, oh, yeah. at least you're not a Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but it's I'm, good that, you know, it's... it's I'm glad it's ongoing, man. It's like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I used to follow that one pretty solidly and I've gotten away from it. You know... I'm, I I had to speed things along here like this in this manner, but I'm about sick and tired of getting comic books that are damaged. Agreed. And when I pick up my books. And, like, you know, where Aaron goes, like, you know, I'm sure he feels the same way in a sense because with his store, they just send them back, so he just doesn't even get them. Yeah. Until they finally come in again or yeah, maybe like don't. Two, you, you use, like, a two-week uh, Yeah, two-week two turnaround. And that's, that's the crappy thing. I mean, that's... Uh, I, it's good that they it's good that they just go ahead and send stuff back but then you like this is what we run into at Mountain Empire John you know to do that John basically has to make the uh, decision do I want to send these back and then not have anyone not have any of them here for people to come in or do I just report them as damaged which they replace them anyway right. and just keep the ones that are damaged and maybe get people to trade them out later that's that's kind of the kind of the situation that he's put in but then you know people people that just come in off the street that don't have stuff pulled walk in and they see damaged books on the shelf there was like four or five titles um i go to Dwayne's world there was four or five titles the the only one i really didn't get that i read was thor and like i said it's like i don't even know what was wrong it's just straight up he opens them up looks at them sends them all back i know thor and uh, justice league united i know were the two i think big ones yeah they got damaged there's a few more but so, you know, it's be two weeks before I get my fifth issue of Thor, but I mean to me I've always got like a couple. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, damn it. Well, and you know, you got uh what was it the, the empty the first issue of the empty. It had a tear out on the cover. It wasn't a tear, it was a cut. Like that yes. had to, it either happened when the book was being produced. Cut cutting the box or, open maybe. No. Or? I, it was I, like I, this. Not the way the box it. It was like yeah. It was like it, it was like, like a four cut pages. over. It was like oh, a cut yeah. over on the edge of the book. So there's no. I mean, it wouldn't even make sense that 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 the the, the way the cut was. It was a clean cut thing because I thought it yeah. was just a tear on the cover. It was a very clean cut. No, it so went through several. It went through several pages. Yeah, but it's because I saw Steve's, and see with me, I got they're not like us number two, and I checked every book that John, every copy of it that John got, the top corner was impacted. So the box had been dropped. Yeah. Now, did that happen at Diamond? Did it happen in shipping? Who cares? The book's still dead. You should send it back, though. That's right. That's the thing. And, you know, I reported to John. I told him about Steve's copy of The Empty, which the, somebody had kicked out a good copy of The Empty back on, on onto the shelf. So, I mean, he at least got a, got a good copy of that. But on They're Not Like Us, I'm going to have to wait like you. I mean, I went, I went ahead and took it. Like, I got a copy a while back, I just want to say, of, like, the Weapon X project, that series that was leading into Wolverines. Yeah. I can't remember if it was, like, three or four, but something like that. And the cover and the back of it looked perfect. Then when I opened up the comic, every single page was ripped right in the middle of the book. Every single page. Yeah. Well, we were going to that with Ant-Man, remember? We had Ant-Man. Yeah, those, those, I mean, those are production issues. Yeah. It's got nothing to, nothing really to do with Yeah, but all these book. bent corners and, like, yeah. ripped corners and folds in the spine yeah, and shit, there's, that there's is stuff. shipping. And I understand that, that people would rather, I mean, you know, like, sure, you know, like, it would be better to read the book. But I would, you know, just go ahead and send it back for, you know, if, like, you know, if it's, do you want this damaged copy or do you, you know, do you want to hold off a week and get a better copy? Because I would rather just have a copy that's not damaged. Well, sometimes so, I mean, then we're going to end up in a situation where yeah, all the comics we uh, want are not going to be there because they are doing such a shitty job 
mailing them out to the comic shops that they're fucking all damaged. Oh, yeah, and see, the thing is... is like, like, this last batch that I got, almost every book was damaged. Well, you guys run into more trouble. And I'm talking I about... Yeah, I, I picked so. up, like, 15 books, and almost every single one of them were damaged. Yeah. I mean, it could be at the shop. It may not be, because, I mean, I don't run into Man, that much trouble. He's usually there when I'm the there, box I'm comes in. when they're unboxing the, the comics, usually... The, it's it's the way Diamond ships the damn books. If if I bought a book off eBay and somebody shipped me a book, the way Diamond ships out shipments of books, I'd be madder than hell because all it is is just two stacks of comics sit down in a, in a cardboard box and out the door. And Jimmy told me that sometimes the box looks like it's been kicked down hallways yeah, and shit, like oh, it's yeah, all man, busted. So the, the, you, the, they have boxes come through the door that look the, that look like they've been just thrown around. I mean, the box might as well be round. Uh, and then you know if it, if it's UPS or, or FedEx, whoever the shipper, whoever's handling the shipping on it at this point, that still goes back to the distributor. The yeah. distributor has to do something about that, yeah, or it will never stop. And so we're going to start something on our Facebook. We're going to start a hashtag down with diamond. Hashtag down with diamond. Hashtag down with diamond. Every time, if you've got Instagram or Facebook, you get a damaged book. I want you to hashtag it down with diamond. So that they can track how many damaged books that they're getting all over the United States, because we have people listening in a lot of places now, and you're all getting your books from Diamond. I don't care what you think, and even <laughs> because if there not, is no one else, they've like, got a monopoly on it. Even really. if they're not yours, and you're just at your local comic shop and see damaged books on the shelf, take a the picture. Same take thing. a picture of them. Down with Diamond. Down with Diamond. Diamonds are not a girl's best friend anymore. <laughs> Not in the comic book sense, anyway. No. And you know, I mean, I talked to John about it this week, and he said, you know, when he called when he called to report the damaged books, now they're, he said, at least the person he talked to this week were like, well, what kind of damage is it? So, so they were are they going to do something about it? Maybe, maybe not. But at least someone finally asked because usually they don't. That's that, and here's an indicator of a bigger problem. Usually they don't even care what kind of damage it is. It's just like, well, send them back. But the problem is sometimes when you send them back. There are no more. Yeah. yeah. So you send it back, you and don't get a copy. Like the second printing, or yeah, or, or there are no second printing. printings, and you know, so that's that's kind of where that's kind of why John doesn't send them back. That way, at least you have a copy. You can read it. You don't have a hole in your set. Sucks though. It's a double edged sword. It is. It is. Let's talk, uh, talk about Etsucon for a second. Etsucon. Etsucon is coming up next Saturday at uh, ETSU at Culp Center. Uh, it's a big anime convention they've had. This Saturday? This yeah, this coming Saturday. I'm gonna go just for the hell of it. Yeah. Um it's a big anime well, it's not a huge anime. You know, it's it's it, but it's it's an anime convention that that, that somebody on at ETSU. I mean, come on, it's in Johnson City, why not? And they have it at Culp Center. It's free for students of ETSU, you know. Technically I count as that still. <laughs> I can get in one of my student ID. I'm gonna go you for know, it. You can you can uh, you you can go in and just check it out, but they're they're gonna have some they're gonna have some Discussions and stuff like that, and a couple of a couple of voiceover guests, and a, apparently there's a comedian. What I don't understand. The comedian from Watchmen's gonna be there. <laughs> Ooh, he's a cheeky bastard. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw one. But anyway, the, uh, yeah, I, I just thought I would mention that since it is kind of something interesting to do. I saw one of the voice actors was from Attack on Titan. Oh, nice. I'm going. I don't remember which. Or my Attack on Titan shirt. But I saw a little. Uh, I hope he was one of the Titans. That'd be and hilarious. Just, and he just goes, because <laughs> that's pretty much what most of them do. Okay, uh, we should probably move on to picks of the week. Yeah, indeed. Mine was the Walking Dead one thirty seven. Sweet. Uh, it may be, it, you know, I don't. I think this is the first time I've picked the Walking Dead. Um, there's just a lot starting to happen, and this issue set up a lot of stuff. Uh, it's also kind of a key issue for one. Because it has I-Core tongue-fucking in it. There is. One character... I'm glad you mentioned that on, on the show, really. One Because that's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. I one character uh, lost their virginity. Um, well, it's implied. You, you don't see anything. But you do see a tongue in the eye socket. Um, but oh, yes. but for besides those, from all of that, there... Yeah, spoiler alert for those of you... This, we got a lot of spoilers on this episode. I didn't say who it was. Yeah, but the, but the tongue in the eye—that's a spoiler right there. If yeah, I found that out, clearly. if I read that comic and I found that out in advance, I would just quit. The but you whole don't time. know because you don't know who's missing an eye. I do. Okay, well, it's not a spoiler then. Yeah, but uh, besides from that, there actually is some stuff going on with some other characters, and it's all shit's about to go down in the next issue or two. Sweet, so, cool. Sweet. Um, and it's got a, it's got a. Well, 
that's the thing, though. It's not really a spoiler if you pick, go out and pick up the issue or look at our Facebook later after we post or the Or just episode. look at the cover on the... If you see the cover, book, you're I mean, going to know who you're, the hell you're, that you're, was. You're going to know who it is. <laughs> or if you've been reading the book for, what, the last uh, uh, I don't know, 50, few years? 50, 60, 70. Yeah, it's been like that for a long time. So. I, would say, I would say somewhere in the vicinity of... 40 issues. It's easy. been a long time. Well, you're on 137. Even yeah. it was 100. It's been, it was way yeah, before that. Yeah, it's before been a long that, time. So we got, got that stinking stein. Got that stinking stein. Stinking stein. But anyway, that's my pick of the week. All right. What do you got, Steve? My pick of the week this week, it was really hard for me to pick which one I wanted to pick because I was really struggling. What am I going to pick for my pick of the week? I sat down and I read the empty. I read the new Spider Man, the new Spider, I think it was Spider Verse 5. Of the Amazing Spider-Man, and I read the Star Wars Darth Vader number one, and all even though I enjoyed all three of those books, it came down ultimately a toss-up between Spider-Man and Darth Vader. Now I really like Spider-Man because of uh, this whole Spider-Verse event. I love it. I've talked about it before. Every Spider-Man ever, Spider-Verse, yeah. And uh, I decided to go with Darth Vader because it's actually fucking awesome. Darth Vader number one. Uh, Pretty much, it, it, I didn't realize. I don't know why I didn't expect this, but I didn't expect that it was going to tie into the Star Wars comic that just came out. And so once I realized that, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" It drew me in more. And it takes place, if you don't already know, it takes place after A New Hope, and it's it's well written, has awesome art, and you can't go wrong with this comic because it has a scene where Darth Vader uh, first hires Boba Fett. And it's just awesome to and, actually see that. And there's a Wookiee. Yeah, there's a Wookiee. A, a, a black-colored Wookiee. And Jabba. And yeah, you can't go wrong. Darth Vader number one, my pick of the week. I, I agree. That's a, that's a good pick. I, 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 it's not my pick, but uh, I, I read the book, and I really enjoyed it uh, far more than I was expecting to. Me too. Like, that whole scene there at the beginning of, of the issue where, where it's Vader walking into Jabba's palace... And you know, you know, he kills a couple of the guards, yeah. and, and uh, you know, he he uh, he approaches uh, he approaches Jabba, and Jabba's like, "You show up a day early and kill two of my guards, and you think I'm going to deal with you?" And Vader's like, "But I only killed two. Yeah, I was like, badass. It's badass. It's, it's the Darth Vader that we've been wanting to see for fucking years. That's why it's so good. It's the Darth Vader we've been wanting to see for years. Because after Return of the Jedi, you know, there wasn't a new Star Wars movie until. Episode one, obviously, yeah. and that whole time, but after Return of the Jedi, we're like, Darth Vader's awesome. Darth Vader's a sweet badass, yeah. whatever, whatever. Great. And then those new three movies came out, and we're like, eh, that kind of makes Darth Vader seem lame now. But then, when you pick up this comic, finally, finally, yeah. you're reminded of how actually badass well, Darth yeah. Vader is. And the thing that I think is most interesting about the, the direction that Marvel's gone with their Star Wars stuff is the time period that they've set it in. You know, right? We're talking about. Darth Vader at his darkest, yeah. you know. I mean, he doesn't know that Luke and Leia are his children. Right. I mean, it's Vader. It's Vader at his Vaderist moment. And the, the cool thing about this comic is because it's touching on those issues. I feel like we're going to get to see through Darth Vader's perspective of how he puts it together and figures out that those are his kids. Yeah. Because we never got to see that in the movies. We never got to see Darth Vader being like, "Oh, Luke is my fucking kid." Yeah. So we're gonna get to see that I think in this comic series, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I just I was I was I was very very pleased with the issue. You know, I I've been a little leery of Marvel having it, but you know, it's I cool. didn't even know what to expect. Yeah, but so I, far I, I have been I pleased. Fan of the, I was a big fan of the Dark Horse stuff. Don't get me right, wrong. Right, right. But but so far it's up to par with what Dark Horse is doing, and and that's that's a bold statement for me. You know, because Star Wars really was Dark Horse's cash cow. They had to take care of it. You know, it had to be good or they had a problem. Right. And realistically, I would imagine if Disney hadn't bought Marvel, Dark Horse would probably still have it. Oh, I agree 100%. Uh, anyway, moving on to your yes, pick. My pick was, and I, I am a little shocked to say this was a value book, the, the, the Divinity number one. What? Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a really cool story. You, you, uh, you get the story about this cosmonaut that is uh, shot into space in, I guess, the late '60s, early '70s, because they're talking about the race for the, you know, they, they actually mention in there that, the, the, you know, the Americans are shooting for the moon, and we're, we just decided we're going to shoot for the edge of the universe instead. Mm. They can have the moon. 
and you know, basically, this guy agrees to just leave his whole life behind because they they they've uh, they've designed this rocket and and a, like a I guess a suspended animation system to keep him alive until he's can get where he's going to go, which is going to take years, and they're estimating at least fifty years. Maybe he's going to Jupiter. No, further than that. <laughs> but he gets there, and it hasn't shown what happened to him when he got there. But he comes back to Earth. It's the current, you know, it's the current time period, and he can fly. And has, there's, it's also suggested he can travel through time. Uh, you know, Interesting. He, he may create divergent realities. There's, does it show him getting milked? No, he no at no point does he get milked. But I'm I'm someone had to do something for him. I don't, I don't know, know if I'm into to, that. To do all that, but you know, I don't know if I'm into that. But. It was it was it was really an engaging story. I'll probably continue. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have I'll, to pick that up. I'll go ahead and pick up the you know probably the rest of the. I think it's gonna be a six issue miniseries. I'll probably pick the rest of it up, just because there's some other stuff that goes on that I don't want, I don't want to spoil. So if you you know if you're interested in a, a new book that's good jump good jumping on point. This might be the one. So, hurrah to Valiant for finally getting my attention with something. And it's a pretty book, too. Awesome. I'm definitely going to check it out. Okay. Now, we mentioned last week on this uh, on the, that on this week's episode we were going to do something special, and I wish I had remembered during the week to, to post on Facebook about it. What we're actually going to do is we're going to talk about our first advanced comic. We have received an advanced comic... Uh, just you know, as as a as a promo from Raven Gregory, the guy that wrote Fly, we talked about on the first episode. Some of the stuff that went on with him, uh, his uh, his new book, or he's he's broken away. He's starting his own company, and the first book from that company that's coming uh, going to come out is called Widow's Web. Uh, he sent us an advanced copy of it. We've looked at it. It's really pretty. Uh, but what he's going to do is he's going to do a Kickstarter on February twenty seventh, which we will put up a link to on Facebook when it comes up. If it is necessary that it comes up, because apparently he's been talking to uh, some some other print houses, so they may go ahead and pick up his 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 company as part of theirs. You know, so he he may not have to do the Kickstarter, but if the Kickstarter does happen, we will be putting up a link to it. Uh, I'm going to throw throw up some pieces of art from uh, from from a ser- from this series, Widow's Web. He's already got two or three other series going on. Some of the people that he's working with on these books. Are also doing their own series, so it's it's kind of a, a much bigger thing than I was expecting it to be. Uh, this first issue, I read through it. I thought it was a really cool story. You know, how do you guys feel about it? I thought it was cool. I, I actually just sat and skimmed through it real quick uh, before we started the show. I'd, I'd already looked at it before, but I just wanted to be fresh on it. Um, it, it seems pretty cool. Uh, it's a cool first issue. I, I, I like the artwork a lot. Yeah, uh, the coloring is awesome. The colorist uh, I was reading is this woman who lives in the Philippines, and is awesome actually. Nice. She, her coloring is cool. Yeah, she lives in the Philippines. Has been doing comics for a few years. Worked on works with Xenoscope a lot. Um, uh, she did the coloring. Uh, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. It's uh, it's uh, we'll have like Buena Ventura is her last name. Um, but uh, aside from that, uh, it, it seems pretty cool. Like uh, I look forward to getting a print copy of it. Yeah, I? yeah, I, I'm definitely going to give the book a look because uh, it's got it's got a little bit of a bite at the end of the at the end of the first issue. There's something something that happens that's uh, that's kind of kind of a surprise. It, right. it, it kind of the series the whole book kind of takes a left handed turn right at the end. It's like what the hell? Yeah, we don't want to give it away. We don't want to give it away. But it, it is a very it is a very pretty book, um, I, I you know and, and I, like I said I, I've I've been a big fan of this guy's writing for a while now, and I'm definitely going to give it a shot and we're going to throw some stuff up later on the I'll throw some stuff up later on the Facebook so you can you know kind of kind of start getting a getting a picture of what's going on there, uh, and then towards the 27th I'll I'll throw up a link to the Kickstarter. Awesome, sweet, sweet, perfecto. All right. Uh, Everything else? No, and that's about all the time we've got. Oh, awesome. Well, that worked out pretty Yeah, good. that went by fast that time. Sorry I had to speed us up there at the end, but I was looking at the thing. We were still talking about media when we had 40 minutes in. <laughs> I was like, woohoo! Dang, son. Well, you know, I mean, it was a heavy media week. There wasn't yeah. a lot of comic book news. The only comic book news I really saw this week was DC posted about their second releasings for Convergence, yeah. which are just the continuation of the first release. Which I am actually a little pumped about that pre-Flashpoint Harley Quinn 
Poison Ivy and Catwoman fighting against Captain Carrot and the Zucker. That's probably just be a fun read. Yeah, I think I think I think Convergence is going to be interesting. I'm not sure about the post-Convergence stuff, but I think Convergence is going to be good. No, and I always talk about on this show all the time that I hate Harley Quinn. It's not so much that I hate Harley Quinn. I don't like New 52 Harley Quinn. I like Harley Quinn in a Harley Quinn costume. I don't like her dressed up like she came back from doing roller derby. You know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with people who play roller derby or anything. I just don't feel like Harley Quinn should be dressed like she's playing roller derby. That'd be like if they redid the Joker and he came in dressed like a skateboarder. And that was how he looked from now on. Like, that would piss me off. That's just dumb. <laughs> you mean like Juggalo Joker from the Batman Beware series or whatever the hell it was for Beware the Batman? Was it really a that thing? <laughs> yeah. A ju- oh, was he a Juggalo? Like uh, an ICP? No, no, he might as well have been. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. He might as well, dude, I'll show you I would laugh my ass off. I will show you a picture later and you can just make your own judgment at that point. All right. Well, anyway, guys, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. And next week, oh, take, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy.